Hi, and welcome to another episode of Stress Bucket Solutions. I hope you've been getting some good sleep and making a note of what's been good about your week, even if you've had a terrible week. I want you to keep a note of what's been good about your week. If you're into journaling and that kind of thing, um, just try and have a positive journal uh, as well. It really creates a shift to the intelligent brain. That is what we want. Um, So quite a few little things to talk about today. First of all, I want to read out an email I received from someone. Obviously, I'm going to read it out anonymously. But I cannot tell you how much I love receiving these kind of emails. If you want to send me an email like this, if you feel similar or the same as this person who's emailed me, then I would love to hear from you. Um, so it's uh, it came straight to me via email. It said, uh, good evening, Jin. I'm just reaching out with a short thank you. Long story short is I've really struggled this past year with too much in my stress bucket, but I've tried to keep it together for my family and not let anyone at work know. I spend a lot of time in the car. And your podcast has really helped me understand the way stress works and how to find a positive solution rather than just going around in circles. It's helped me enjoy life more and appreciate the bad times and the good times. I'm reaching out with thanks as I can't believe the podcast is free and that you have given up so much of your time to help so many. I've recommended the pod to lots of people now and actively more aware of people struggling and confident on how to approach situations where I know people want to talk. Thanks again. It's very much appreciated. P.S. I have no polar bears chasing me now. Honestly, I cannot tell you how chuffed I was to read that message. So yeah, that's all I want for this podcast. If I know I've helped one person, I've done my job. So um, just to help someone by who is listening to me sitting here rambling away at my desk about solution-focused therapy and polar bears and cave people, then, you know, that that's my service done. You know what I mean? So, um, and yes, the podcast will remain free because, you know, I don't know, I might get, if I go massive, it might get, I might get some people wanting to advertise and sponsor me. But otherwise, it's just me sitting here for 10 minutes talking about an experience I've had this week with clients or something that I feel that we need to talk about a little bit. That's all it's for. I try not to waffle too much. I try to get straight to the point. And that's the reason why on the whole, my episodes are 10, 15 minutes, because otherwise I would waffle. I would talk a little bit too much and I would start to talk about just random things. So you know who you are who sent me that email. I did reply to you as well. Thank you so much for sending that to me because I actually got quite emotional reading it. We all do that. What what you've mentioned in that email, you know, I think we can all uh, sort of feel something very similar to you where you try try to keep it together for your family. You don't let anyone at work know. We put on this facade to say, right, I've got to get on with it. But we need to find solutions. And that's where I think people are struggling. They want a solution. They want a They know something's not right, but they want something that will help them. They know this is anxiety. They know this is stress. You know that. But instead of trying to examine the problem and keep going around in circles, like uh, you said, my friend in the email, um, yeah, you've got to find the solution. And we've got to get out of this for the sake of our family and friends as well, for the sake of our work. You know, all, all those things we do are to help others as well. If you're not feeling good, you can't do that. So I'm glad that there's no polar bears chasing you now. And even if there are polar bears, one of my clients said to me, I think I don't even think they're my polar bears, Jin. <laughs> 
so that was brilliant uh we had that conversation that yeah, they're not even my polar bears Jen. like these polar bears were everywhere before and i just looked at them and thought you're not even my polar bear you're someone else's polar bear go away so yeah i hope you can identify the polar bears of life um, so thanks for that email. And if you want to send me an email or a direct message over the social media, and if you've got an idea of anything you want me to talk about, then um, please feel free to send me a message. It just makes my day. It's always the good thing about my week when I get that uh, as well. Like I said, I don't know this person, very random from a totally different part of the UK uh, from me. So yeah, just really appreciate it to know that I've helped somebody with all my ramblings uh, of over 100 episodes. Man, I can talk. Uh, as well, over 100 episodes of this podcast. Anyway, today I'm going to talk about a couple of uh, things a couple of different clients have mentioned as their stress bucket is emptied and something we should all be focusing on, uh, in particular me. Sometimes I think being quiet, being quiet and doing nothing. Now, when we're really busy, we feel very important, don't we? So I always say, if I'm rushing around being a busy bee, I always say, oh, I'm just being busy and important, you know, so we should be always doing something. When someone asks you, what did you do at the weekend? What did you do last week? Oh, I was really busy. I was doing this. I was doing that. It's almost a bad thing to say or see negatively to say, oh, I did nothing. Now, I will say over the last few years, I definitely say I did nothing with a badge of honor. When people say, what did you do at the weekend? I went, nothing. I watched TV, I had some nice lunch, I might have met a friend to me, it, but it was all very spontaneous. It wasn't planned. I wasn't going here, there and everywhere. I did have a free afternoon. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to chill out here. And even if you've got responsibilities, you know, like your children or aging parents, you know, you can build that into your life. But they, I hope that you can find time to do nothing because I strongly believe we're overstimulated right now. 24-hour news, video games, podcasts, um, you know, there's so much going on social media. Don't get me started on social media. All these things are overstimulating us. We are made to feel guilty if we are not filling every second of our time with something. So even, you know, I see people go out for a walk, and I used to be quite guilty of this as well, going out for a walk, listen to a podcast. You know, feeling that we must have information. Obviously, if you're listening to my podcast right now, please don't stop listening. Afterwards, take some time to be quiet. But, you know, we, it's like we're in this information age and we have to completely absorb absolutely everything, which happens immediately. And then we have to respond immediately as well. Now, if we go back to when I was a kid, a little while ago now, you know, if you um, wanted to send a message to someone, you wrote them a letter. Now, that took time to write that letter. First of all, you had to take the time to sit and write it. So you had to really think about it and make sure it was okay. Then you posted it and then you couldn't do anything for like two or three days because it had to get there. Then you didn't know if the person had received it because there might have been a way or something or there could have been a delay. And then it took them three or four days maybe to reply to you. Or even if they wanted to phone you, you know, they, they would take their time phoning to you. Now, emails and those two blue ticks of WhatsApp have taken all of that away. We are not designed to really respond that quickly. We need time to absorb things. We need time to let things cogitate in the back of our brains a little bit. 
But when someone sends you an email and you have to respond straight away, it's very much a knee-jerk reaction. When someone sends you a WhatsApp message, or you, this is the worst, isn't it? You send someone a WhatsApp message and the two blue ticks have come up, so they've read it, but they're not replying straight away. So now your mind is going into overdrive thinking, oh my God, what's happened? That was an awful message. You're going to overthink the message you sent. They're not replying. You know what? They just might be really busy and they can't reply. But that isn't how we think. We start to catastrophize. We've gone into our primitive brain and we're going to get defensive straight away. So the age that we live in, like I said, 24 hour news, you know, we didn't know that things happened around the world years ago that quickly. It took time for those messages to come through. Now, every smaller accident, smaller bad news is that happen. You know, so yes, we're going to be informed about war and they're all the big things, but even the small things, we're informed about them. It's on social media. You know, this has happened, that has happened. Um, Someone has died. There's been an accident. There's been an explosion. There's a scare at one of the shopping centers. We Naturally, we're going to be on our guard because polar bears are everywhere now. So we need to really take some time being quiet and Going back to how I started this, so a couple of clients this week have said to me, as their stress bucket is emptying, they have said, I can't believe how I'm just enjoying sitting in the garden with a cup of coffee. Someone said, I'm just enjoying going for a run without my headphones in. Just running, just walking. You know, and that is because they're getting more and more into their intelligent brain. They're feeling relaxed and calm now. The very important thing to remember here is when you do this, when you are relaxing, when you're doing nothing, you're not switching off. Do not feel guilty that you're not, you know, listening to the latest podcast and absorbing, you know, the latest motivational techniques and knowing what's happening in current affairs. When you are winding down in this way and doing nothing, you're not switching off, you're switching over. You're switching over to a process that happens in the brain called the default mode network or the inner rehearsal mode. Now, as scientists, we're still not quite sure what's going on here, but something is going on. When you go into that default mode where you do nothing, your brain is going into a very powerful state where it is absorbing and reflecting and processing and even a little bit of self-reflection might go on as well all in the background in our subconscious this happens but this can't happen if you're overly stimulated in other ways because you're not switching to the default mode network now this is a very organic process it can happen very very easily have you ever gone for a drive or you've driven somewhere and then you can't remember how you got there Like, especially if you're driving home because you know the route, you know, you must have stopped at every red light. You know, you must have looked both ways. We're checking the corners and that kind of thing. But all of a sudden you're at home or same with a train journey, sort of staring out the window. And then all of a sudden the trains arrived. Or if you read a really good book and then two hours have gone by. That's the default mode network. Your brain's just switching over to a different mode, which is extremely powerful. And we utilize this in solution-focused therapy sessions. We take advantage of this, of what we know. And there's actual stress bucket emptying that happens then. 
but also your subconscious is going into an inner rehearsal mode where guess what? It's dealing with the problems of your life. It's coming up with ideas. It's getting creative. That part of your brain that's activated then when you go into that is very good at organizing, planning, coming up with answers. How many times have you sat at your desk and there's a big problem and you can't focus and you really you've been sitting there for an hour, but you go away for a walk or you go and make a cup of tea and come back and then all of a sudden you realize what the problem is and you found the solution. That's the default mode network in action. The easiest way for you to go into that default mode network is to go for a walk without your phone. Go for a walk on your own, if you can, without your phone. Look around at what's going on. Let yourself daydream. Daydreaming is good for you. It's good to get bored. I need you to get bored. When we are bored, we are more creative. We know this for children. When I was a child, when we were told that when we were moaning or one bored and our parents said, well, I'll give you a job. I'll give you something to do. But they let us be bored because we had to then create. We had to do something. So we lived out in the country. And so what we did is we used to, we had to be out in the fields and we used to build a den in the hedges and we used to get these old tires and, you know, make the tire swings. And we had to do stuff. We didn't have any stimulation. We were told to, if you're of my generation, you'll know this, you were told to write, go out, don't want to see you till dinner time. You know, it's a luxury now thinking, you know, that I, I do appreciate your God, times have changed that no one would ever say that now to children. But we were, we were like, don't want to see you till lunchtime, you can come back then. But then you're out again afterwards. So it's good to get bored. And like I said, you're not switching off, you're switching over. You're switching over to this default mode network. It's a really powerful state. Even when you're asleep, you're not switching off. We've talked a lot about the power and the science behind sleep. So you know you're not switching off there. The only time you would switch off is when you die. That's when your brain switches off. And again, we, we sometimes, with death, especially with old age, we don't know why and how it happens. There's a lot of mystery around that. But when you are switching over, when you're doing nothing, you're switching over to the default mode network. So don't overcomplicate this. Your mind will wander. It's the daydream state. But if REM sleep is night dreaming, I want you to daydream now and again. Daydreaming is fine. Do not feel you need external stimulation from a podcast, the news, a video game, or, you know, you should be doing something around the house. You should be organizing something or you should be absorbing, you know, the latest technology or the latest educational supplements. Sometimes we just need to stop and do nothing. And the more you do that, the stress bucket empties. The more the stress bucket empties, the easier you're going to find it as well. And that's where with a couple of clients this week, they've really started to notice that relaxation of doing absolutely nothing. And it's a relief because you're coming away from being vigilant, which comes from the primitive brain. So you're now feeling calm and relaxed. And that is the message you're sending to your brain that there's no polar bear here. If you're calm and relaxed, you know, if there was a polar bear there, your heart rate would be sky high. You'd send that message to your brain. But if you can relax and do nothing, you're telling the brain that everything is safe. There is no polar bear here. So have a think about if you can take five, 10 minutes of doing nothing. Now, this isn't mindfulness or meditation. Don't overcomplicate it. 
let your mind wander, let it do what it wants, but do something like if you, if it helps, go for a walk. I don't expect you to sit still. You know, that's hard sometimes as well, especially if you've been overly anxious. Don't expect you to sit still for five minutes. You're going to find it difficult. Go for a walk for five minutes without your phone. Don't take your phone with you. I don't even want you to have it in your pocket. Go round the block. You'll be fine. Nothing's going to happen. Go round the block for five minutes with no phone on you because you won't check the time. You will not be vigilant. You've got nothing to be vigilant about. I do appreciate to start off with, you might be feeling vigilant that you haven't got your phone with you. We're so attached to those things, but try it. Honestly, it makes such a difference. You'll get used to it. Another really good thing to do is um, to go swimming. I know you can get waterproof Fitbits and stuff. Take those all off. When I swim, my phone is in my locker. I leave it at home, actually. I don't even take my phone with me when I go swimming or to yoga. I just don't have my phone on me. So I have to dawdle my way back up, you know, back home again, dawdle my way there. My mind is thinking about lots of different things. I'm still paying attention to the roads and crossing over and that kind of thing. But that, you know, I don't know what's going on with the world or what's happening. I'm just walking to yoga or swimming and then I'm coming back. So my challenge for you this week is that go for a walk without your phone. Try and keep doing that as much as possible regularly and you'll find your stress bucket starts to empty. So don't overcomplicate it. Let your mind switch over to that default mode network or the inner rehearsal mode and let your subconscious do the work. You have all the intelligence you need right now. You're just not accessing it because you think you've got to keep loading it in with more. And you don't. You are the expert of you. You know exactly what you need to do. You've got the answers there. It's just that your primitive brain might be very, very loud. Giving yourself that five, 10 minutes to go into the default mode network will help your subconscious organize your thoughts a lot better. Get a plan in place, have some self-reflection and take some action going forward. And it's very solution focused. During the relaxation phase of solution focused therapy sessions, we utilize that in a very powerful way. I ask people to relax. I take them through a guided visualization and they drift off. And that's where I say it's not mindfulness, it's not meditation. I just want you to drift. If you're daydreaming, if you don't hear a word I say in your relaxation, it's absolutely not a problem. I just need you to relax, to drop that vigilant barrier, that's all. So I hope that helps you um, this week. Uh, like I said, it's something to think about. Um, going back to some of the other episodes, I think I've spoken about the default mode network in the past. I'm sure I have. Uh, I will try and look it up for you now. Um, but otherwise, if you've got any other subjects that you want me to talk about, send me a message. If you found this podcast helpful, pass it on to other people that might find it helpful as well. Hopefully, you know, you never know when you might be able to help someone out doing it this way. Uh, look out for yourself, but look out for others too, uh, as well. And I hope that you are finding some solutions with my podcast. And that's, that's the only thing I want that you can find some solutions with my podcast. So I hope you're um, getting the benefit of this. Remember, you've, there's loads of podcast episodes now. Um, at the minute, sorry, I can't find the default mode network one. If not, I'll do another one maybe for next week's episode. Um, there's, I try to put out as much content as possible on social media. I've got my private Facebook group as well, which has got videos and audios of solution-focused sessions. And I've also got a video course as well. 
If there's any other way I can help you, let me know. But keep listening to the podcast is the best thing I can say. So keep making a note of the good things and keep it solution focused for me now. Otherwise, I will speak to you next time with some more Stress Bucket Solutions. Bye for now.